Welcome to the Freedom Challenge Online with host and director of the Freedom Challenge, Tracy Doherty. Our mission is to do good by helping enslaved women and children, to do more than you ever thought physically possible, and to do it together by connecting women with a heart for a hurting world. Hello, and thank you for joining our podcast today. This is a very special episode, and I am so excited to be joined by some of my favorite people. They are amazing, and they're going to be sharing their stories and experiences with Freedom Challenge. They're part of our Freedom Challenge team, and these ladies put in hours and hours of heart and passion to run this phenomenal ministry called the Freedom Challenge. Can we give them a warm welcome as they talk to us a little bit about where they come from and what they're passionate and what they do within Freedom Challenge. So we'll start with Carice. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Carice. Hi everyone, I'm Carice Williams and I am with Freedom Challenge for about a year now and I'm the program manager for the Freedom Challenge. Hi everyone, I'm Ruth Willett and I've been volunteering as their prayer coordinator for the Freedom Challenge for around two years now. Hey everybody, I am Michaela. I am a fellow for the Freedom Challenge for the year of 2020 and I help out with the podcast and our events. And this is Salette. I'm with the Freedom Challenge for almost a month now. I'm the newest team member and I'm a technical assistant. These are some amazing ladies, everyone. And we wanted to take a little time as a team to share about some of the amazing stories within Freedom Challenge. What I love about this team is they each carry their own very informed why, and they have experienced the Lord in some amazing ways as they've done their job, as he's shown up at events, you know, all of it, all of it is moving us forward toward Christ and toward greater levels of freedom. So I would love to start with Carice and have her share how she got involved and maybe one of the stories that she'd like to share. Thank you, Tracy. So I knew about the Freedom Challenge. In high school, I was very passionate about anti-human trafficking. One of my mentors actually did the first climb, Mount Kilimanjaro. Thank God just allowed me to know of. And I moved on with my life. I graduated high school. I went into the military. I started working in sexual assault investigations. Then I started working more into anti-human trafficking, more so on research and policy side. And just around that time in 2017, God brought the Freedom Challenge to mind. Like, oh, let me see what has developed throughout almost the last five years. I read about Estes Park, Colorado, and felt like the Holy Spirit was just calling me to do. I registered for it. Fundraising, even though I'd done it before, was something that was overwhelming to me at the time. But as soon as I let like friends and family know, friends from like all over the country that I either served within the military or that just knew me from when I was younger, started actually fundraising for me. And by the time that it was time to go to Colorado, I had all the funds raised. So it was just much more of a confirmation. 
When I got to Colorado, pretty much on day one, I got really, really sick. There was hail. I ended up fainting. I'll, I'll, I'll leave up some of the other details, but I was really sick. I woke up with a blanket over me. I was asked to be in the beginners team from the team that I had signed up with, which was very disappointing to me at that time. Because I was like, why did I prepare for something if I wouldn't be able to do it? I didn't really get what God was trying to teach me during that time. So then I ended up being in the beginners team, which is where I actually met Tracy. I think it was her first challenge as the director. But during that time, God, in quiet moments, would speak to me and tell me that even though human trafficking was something that I knew and had allowed a lot of my life to be a part of and consumed in, God started speaking to me that something that he had called me to in a way I had made my own and hadn't just allowed him to keep teaching me and seeking him out on what that looked like. And that really brought me to a place of humility. I was in the, the beginner's team for, I think, three days. I really started changing my perspective towards it. I started speaking to the ladies that were on the team. And I, that's when I really, I think, got to know the sisterhood of Freedom Challenge. Through all walks of life, you're a regular woman to be able to use whatever circumstance they have to combat human trafficking and to be an advocate for women and children. And I think that is what really made me fall in love with Freedom Challenge. You realize once you're doing it, you also walk out with a community and with relationships that you didn't imagine. Therese, one of the things I, I love about the story that you're even sharing is, first of all, the way that God intertwined our lives to eventually become teammates. But I remember you carrying those, I think you may have even had three or four backpacks on you. I'll never forget you, girl, you were so sick. And my thoughts about you were, this is a woman of purpose. I just marvel at how God brought you to our team the history that you had and the passion that you carried forward, you know, we just do the next step. We just obey. And he's like, wait until you see where we're going with this. So thank you for being that kind of woman, Carice. Next, I'd love to ask Ruth Willett to share with our audience a little bit about how you got to Freedom Challenge and maybe a unique story that would inspire or encourage Thanks, Tracy. For me, I think everything takes a while. I'm kind of slow in my yes, but God always gets my yes. And I was in a pretty dark season for a while and avoiding life through watching too much TV. And God started speaking to me through the TV. And my husband brought home this movie called The Whistleblower. And it was a pretty horrific movie that showed version of human trafficking. And it was based on a true story. So in between my kind of help me through the day prayers, I started praying about human trafficking. And I knew the Freedom Challenge existed when God moved us to Atlanta in 2016, but God was just kind of giving me some time to rest and recover. And he was taking me on this healing journey. But I met you, Tracy, and your mum actually had to pull out of the prayer team last minute. And you asked if I would consider taken her place and so it was a prayer team led by the beautiful Sheila Slocum and it worked out that I was able to come that was the same hike that Carice was talking about in Colorado and I think one of the most beautiful things for me is the way God cares about freedom and I've been in mission for 19 years and there was a side of me that was like okay the freedom challenge is beautiful it's good but you know 
let's just give the money to the work on the fields and God just really challenged me in that when I was on that hike on that prayer team he spoke to me he had been leading me on a journey about how much he loved me and I was actually finding it quite hard to receive because it was so extravagant and it was on that hike and on that prayer team that God just really showed up and challenged my view about myself and how I wasn't loving who he had made me to be I was embarrassed to be me there had been a lot of sorrow and sadness and tears came very easily and he just really showed up on that hike and said I want you to thank me for making me who you are I haven't made a mistake and as I was able to kind of look out at the mountains and bow down and say okay God thank you and he opened my heart to receive the words of love that he had been speaking over me for that past year or two and on that same event I saw him do that for woman after woman whether through my prayers or through their time out on the mountain and the stillness of God being able to speak to them what I found was that as we were fighting for others, God was fighting for us. And that has happened time and time again, whether it's been on a prayer challenge, whether it's been at an event, that we just see God fighting for us. And in that time as well, he answered my challenge about just sending the money to the work on the fields. And he said, I care as much about the freedom of my girls here on the mountain as I do about the girls that we're fighting for. Um, because God is just big enough to hold it all and to handle it all. And he just continues to challenge my perspective. And I just love that about him. He is a God who always makes it about the one but in making it about the one, it somehow becomes about the many. And for me, that just really sums up what is beautiful about the Freedom Challenge. Ruth, one of the unique things I love about you being at that Estes Park Challenge is that that was Carissa's first challenge, it was my first challenge, and it was yours. And little did we know what God was cooking up, right? That's pretty phenomenal that those everyday yeses that we make have a bigger purpose for our freedom, which is what you experience there and for the freedom of others. Another thing I have really enjoyed is watching so many women who have come to our events through the last years since you have been bringing leadership to prayer is the deeper levels of freedom that have happened because of really entwining prayer into all of our events. It's everything really, isn't it? Because we're fighting a fight that we could never win. But when we look at human trafficking and that becomes what our gaze is on, then we see the magnitude of it. And realistically, we should say this is probably impossible to end. But when we lift our gaze to God, then it's him that we magnify. And there is nothing and no one bigger than him. And I, I've just been so struck lately by the fact that he is the name above all names and human trafficking and modern day slavery may be a name, but my God is a name that's above it. And he took me to 2 Chronicles 20, which, you know, you should read. And it's a story of impossible odds, but all that was required and all that was asked was to keep their eyes on God, to magnify the one who is still the one who holds power and might in his hands. And as they gave thanks, magnified him and his love, then the Lord won the battle and God took me there and he said all I'm asking you to do Ruth is to worship and if you worship I'll fight and so that's what I bring to the events because it's all I have. I have seen God fight time and time again. In Colorado there was people freed, in Nepal there was people freed and I really believe he can end it because he is the name above all names. I love how well that 
forms your why, Ruth. But this whole team, powerhouse, lovers of Jesus, prayer people. But Michaela Cromweedy, who is our fellow, our one-year fellow, who's going to be sharing next. One thing I appreciate about her and I've always known to be true is her passion and heart for prayer and really locking arms with all that you just said, Ruth. And I'd like her to share a little bit about how she got here and a story that is near to her heart about Freedom Challenge. Yeah, I had heard about the Freedom Challenge for a couple years. At one point, Tracy had brought up the missions trip to Moldova. Then I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, I would love to go. But financially, I don't know how I'm going to make it there. And as much as I would love to just say yes and to go, I just wasn't sure. I specifically remember laying on my bed at night and God kept saying, do you trust me? And I was like, yeah, God, I totally do. (laughs) He's like, no, do you trust me? Yeah, yeah, God, what do you mean? Yes, I do. Do you trust me? The third time it really hit me. Oh, I guess I don't trust you in the finances of me wanting to go to Moldova. So it was in that moment, I have to say, yes, I need to go, God, because I just know you want me there and you'll make it happen. Moldova was a huge stepping stone. It was my first event with the Freedom Challenge. We did this vulnerable girls camp. And so these girls, they had come, they had come from terrible situations. There was only so much that you could do. We didn't speak the language, but we were able to do games and laugh with the girls. They first showed up and nobody was smiling and everybody was scared and timid and not really sure what they were doing. And within a few hours, within the first day, their faces had lit up. These little girls were joyful and laughing again and being girls again, not worrying about the heaviness of the outside world. And so one thing that I learned is, man, God is so much greater than just what I can say to these girls. Again, I don't speak the language. They speak Russian or Romanian. At the end, we had a time to pray over them. And oh my goodness, I felt the spirit of the Lord so heavily, so deeply as I was praying over these girls. And they didn't know. They didn't know the word I was saying. They had no idea what I was praying over them. And they were breaking down and crying. I knew that it wasn't me. I knew it was the spirit that was moving inside of me, that what he was doing to reach these girls' heart was so impactful and powerful. And again, that importance and that power of prayer and relying on the spirit to move in the places that I can't fix their situations. I can't change their situations, but I can bring the spirit and I can pray over them and I can bring a safe space and a place of peace and a place of joy. That was my first amazing story with the Freedom Challenge, and it changed my life. I knew I needed to to keep up with these events at the Freedom Challenge. And so then did my first climb, the Bryce Zion event that happened about two years ago. And that was a whole story for a whole other day, too. 
I just graduated college last year and Tracy calls me up again for a wild idea. I'm looking for a fellow, a year long intern. Up until that time, I was like, I don't know what I was doing. I just feel like I'm going to leave home in the year of 2020. <laughs> God is going to bring me somewhere. And then lo and behold, two weeks later, Tracy asked me for this. It starts January 2020. And so I said yes. And now I'm here just loving it and loving to see how much work and time goes into not only impacting the women that are involved and the women that do the challenges, but then how much work and time and effort goes into helping our ministries all across the world. It is so incredible. So that is how I got here. And I'm so thankful that I am. And again, powerhouse of a group. You're right, Tracy. I really appreciate, first of all, that you took my crazy idea call and you said one thing you talked a little bit about is the mission trip to Moldova. So for those of you who don't know, Freedom Challenge doesn't only have and host physical challenges, but we also have trips where women can see what worked so hard to climb for, to pray for. And so this trip to Moldova is that. And we try to do several a year so that women who have become passionate about this cause can then now go and not just see, but actually be a part. And Michaela, something that you said that really hit me and I wanted to keep back into was this idea that you couldn't fix anything, but you were willing to sit with and to bear witness to the pain that some of these girls were experiencing and just be present, which is all together like the spirit of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. So whenever we are sitting with someone, even in their trial, we are doing the good work of the gospel. So thank you for that. So with that said, I would love to introduce the newest member to our team, Salette, sitting with us here for just a month. Yes, I feel like I'm walking my first steps with the Freedom Challenge and how I got here. Well, I've heard of OEM before about the logo ship. I'm from Argentina, so we've seen that. And I have a friend who is an intern at OEM. And every time she would speak and she would be like so passionate and excited when she shared about what she does. And she mentioned something about the Freedom Challenge. And the way that she shared, I was so interested, like listening and receiving everything that she was sharing. I'm from Argentina, so I've been here for almost two years. And the first year was more a waiting time. I was able to start working here. When I was praying and asking guidance from God to start working, what should I do? I can remember my friend, Freedom Challenge, because every time that she would speak, it's like a little thought or a seed got into my heart. So it was growing, growing. With time, it got growing, and I was just so excited, and I wanted to be a part of something bigger than myself. And well, I applied for the job, and then I met Carice at the, one of the interviews, and I was shocked, shocked with her testimony, amazed with the personality she had. I was like so excited. It was an interview, a job interview that normally are very hard and nervous, but I was like so excited. And I said, okay, I want to be a part of this. 
excited and I was like, God, I want to do your will, of course, but I really want this job. So if you can make this happen, I would be so happy and so thankful. Apparently, it was the will of God and I'm really excited. And one of the things that got into my heart is that we have a, a meeting with the participants that are attending this real challenge. And it was before and after for me because I was able to see not only the passion of the Freedom Challenge team, but also of all the participants, every women sharing their commitments, sharing their passion, encouraging each other. It was like, wow, eye-opening because God is involved in this. And day after day, my heart gets more into our mission. That purpose is moving us and it's just out of this world. One of the things that most drew me to you was just your love and passion for Jesus. You know, ladies, if you ever get to meet this beautiful woman, you will see the fire of the Lord and her passion and fight for the things that he cares about. I'm grateful that you're here and look forward to many years together building God's kingdom. So with that, ladies, someone's listening, they're interested, there's a seed planting. How would you encourage them to get involved? Rapid fire, whoever wants to go, jump on in. Yes. There's so many ways that women can get involved in Freedom Challenge, whether it's training for a challenge, not only physically, but also the fundraising component. There's also, as Michaela said, the mission trips that allow you to go and see what the Freedom Challenge is doing globally. And I think the one thing that I would say to women considering those options are to not let anything hold you back. I think so many times we say to ourselves, especially as women, like, oh, I don't think I can do that. That seems really hard. It's going to take so much time. Or sometimes the finances is what really overwhelms us. And we do not think that people will support us or that it's going to just be tough to ask for money. We feel awkward in doing The reason I encourage women to just step into training and fundraising, even if it seems overwhelming or scary, is because it will prepare you in ways that you couldn't imagine. It just starts developing an understanding of what God feels about this issue. And these little small sacrifices that we have to do ultimately do not compare to what's really happening globally. And once you start those steps and you see that you are advocating and you see that people are actually really going to care, they're going to be like, wait, why are you climbing a mountain or why are you going on this bike challenge? Why are you training so hard? Why are you fundraising? You will be not only an advocate to the issue, but you'll be an inspiration to a lot of people and call them into a deep place of what God is calling them to be obedient in as well. I got to jump on that. I've never seen a woman go on one of our events who did not raise the full amount that they were asked to raise. So there's something about that scripture where it talks about in Proverbs, when you give to the oppressed and the poor, you lend to God and he will repay. There's something about that verse. If you think about, we are lending to God when we engage in these kinds of activities. So thank you for that, Carice. Yeah, I was going to say as well, there's not one person that has participated in a challenge or an event or a trip that has regretted it. Instead, it's the total opposite story. Everybody who has been a part of the Freedom Challenge has their own story that God truly met them. All the women that I've hiked with and gone with, God has impacted them as well. 
but then also God was this twofold God where he showed up for us for the one, but then he through that does amazing things for the woman across the world. It is just this amazing combination for your challenge and their freedom, how it goes hand in hand and how God works through that. Yeah, I agree with all of it. And I, I just think if you're if you're not sure, then why not? Like really go for it. Because what I've seen is people leaving with sisters that they stay in touch with who pour into their lives, but also just how God's heart is so for this that it encompasses the whole experience of seeing a side of the Father's heart that is so kind, so impassioned and so powerful that, you know, there's different ways. There's coming on to the challenge. There's even coming on to the prayer team. I'm more than happy to get an email from you and talk to you more about that. And everyone that knows me knows that somehow we face this really dark and heavy subject but we feel like we've spent a day at the spa with Jesus and just come out refreshed and full of life and hope because he's the one that we magnify. I agree with Michaela. I haven't met anyone who's regretted it. And if there's been any regret, it's quickly turned into lessons where they've just seen God really move and work. Yes. Zooming in from Atlanta and from California. So grateful, ladies, of this time to hear from your heart about what informs your why and also for our listeners to know a little bit about the team. Until next time, friends, our challenge, their freedom. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Freedom Challenge Online. For more information about what we do and how you can partner with us, check out our website, thefreedomchallenge.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at the FCUSA.